Why do people love your business? What are the unforgettable moments you create for your audience? How do you build a business that people feel compelled to talk about? The Remarkable Project with Jay Tinkler. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Remarkable Conversations. Uh, this week, we are talking with Glenn Fawcett, who is the co-founder and managing director of Insight Social Media. Now, Insight are a digital marketing agency based in Noosa, Queensland, that work with national and international clients to leverage the power of social media to not only grow the business, but also think differently about business, which I'm really looking forward to having a chat to Glenn about. Today, Glenn and I are going to have a chat about three things that you can put into your process today to drive more engagement on the next pieces of social media that you post up. So we're going to dive into that today. Welcome, Glenn. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Uh, It's good to be here. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, For context for everyone that's listening, uh, I think a good way to describe your successes to to understand what Insight does is through the clients that you work with, right? Um, So I'm just going to rattle off some names here, Artline, Crisco, Peugeot, Esky. I wanted to have a look at some of the numbers here. With Peugeot, you increased engagement by 908%. With Esky, you increased Instagram comments by 1,252%, um, increased Facebook shares on that same brand by 5,225%. These are really big numbers. Today, I wanted to obviously give um, our listeners a bit of a masterclass on the the things that they can be thinking about today that are sort of low hanging fruit around how we can start to head in that direction of getting better engagement on our posts. So where do we start, mate? Yeah, look, Jay. I mean, it's a it's a pretty big world out there um, on all the different social media platforms, and um, you know, over the last six seven years that we've been running Insight it's been changing almost on a weekly basis on the, the different strategies that we, we need to take to help our clients generate the results they're looking for. Um, you know, we have some clients that are looking for more reach. Some are looking for more engagement on their posts. Some are looking for more sales leads. Um, so depending on their strategy is how we, um, how we, I guess, approach their content and, um, and the messaging within their content to help them uh, achieve their goals. Um, and I guess for the sake of today's conversation and, and how do we get more engagement for brands um, or for, for our social posts, it's really coming back to, um, to understanding your audience and not just understanding who your audience is, your, your actual customer, but also understanding who's following you on social media. And we sometimes, we sometimes forget uh, we we kind of get one sort of customer persona in our mind who might be potentially who's buying from us, but on our social channels we've we've got a different audience that's been growing over the over years and and often brands are confused why they're not getting engagement on their posts. Um, so it's really important that we we're looking into the insights of Instagram and the insights of um, Facebook, LinkedIn. And understanding who our, who is actually following us on those platforms, what are their ages, what are their interests, um, male, female, and 
and then working on creating content which is going to actually connect with those people that are following us how how deep do you go with that do you is there a um a school of thought to also look at the individuals that are following you on um socials as well or do you, is it important to keep it slightly macro so that you're understanding the voice and the communication that you're trying to deliver for your customers yeah look we do try and keep it as macro as possible in the early days um and once we understand who the the follower the following is on those um, brand accounts, we we look at generating some content pillars or content themes, which allow us to, uh, which essentially guides us in developing content for that brand. So we're actually touching on the products of that brand. We're touching on the people. We're touching on the, you know, for example, we, one of our clients is a camping brand. So they might have seven to eight different content pillars. Uh, one of those might be their product. One of those might be Australian landscapes. One of them might be um, amazing camping sites. One of them might be campfire cookups, as an example. And and essentially, um, that allows us on a on a monthly basis to be creating content which is going to connect with the different types of people that are following our accounts, and making sure that we're we're as relevant and interesting as possible to all those different people um, that are following. Okay, so so I'm hearing that the first step really is getting to know who you're talking to and understanding your audience at an intimate level. You do that through the insights of your chosen platform, understanding um, at a macro level who we're actually talking to. What's the next step, mate? Yeah, look, I think is really, um, you know, once you've got those pillars, you're creating great content and it's really watching to see how the audience responds. And you can do that through, your, obviously, your insights in each of those platforms. You can get a pretty clear picture on, on what resonates well. And one of the key elements is making sure that you are engaging with people that engage with you. Social media is not a one-way channel. You can't just be shouting advertising messages or whatever you want to say to your community. You need to be opening up to have a conversation. And when somebody does respond, make a comment, share, Say thank you, um, and you know it's it's pretty much like a um, a digital word of mouth in many ways that allows us to um, you know say thanks mate thanks for referring us sharing our content with your community or um, you know thanks for having your say uh, on our on our content and that pretty much opens up for other people to join in in the conversation and encourages conversation. How do you respond to the? Um, resource question that a lot of businesses will have around this, you know, being um, available or having the right person in the right seat to be able to respond in um, social media. Is that something that you would recommend? You might be a bit biased here, but outsourcing um, or is it something that um, they really do need a champion within the business for? Look, it's uh, for every, for all of our clients, it's quite different. So if you've got a, um, you know, one of our clients is a, an Indigenous organisation um, and there's sensitive topics and so we, we leave that to the, the experts within their business to respond to. There are brands who have specific product questions or customer inquiries and that's where they're getting most of their comments and inbox messages are about an order. Um, so, again, we leave it to them. 
but in a number of other cases, um, we we build up over time frequently asked questions and responses, and that allows our team to be able to uh, respond simply to to either complex questions or, or or pretty straightforward comments. If we are responsible for managing that that um, engagement, we follow a you know a tone of voice which is created in the in the early stages and. Um, that's a, a really clear direction of of how anyone that's responding on social media needs to communicate when they're responding on behalf of that brand. You talk about uh, understanding your customer. Is there a piece here is also knowing the language of that customer and using that type of language with that customer? So adopting a persona as the as the communicator as well. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, Esky, for example, they're tone of voice is going to be quite different to um, uh, a makeup brand mm. obviously uh, you know the, the tradies or the or the families and um, and you know you can only you can only speak in one voice so it needs to be something that's um, that's going to resonate well with those slightly different audience segments um, yeah so where do we look at next, mate? What's the what's the next thing that uh, we should be looking at to ensure that we get as much engagement off each post? Yeah, look, over the last 12 months, I think there's been some radical changes in social media, in the tools that we have to communicate and the tools that we have to, to ask for engagement. You know, what, four, probably three years ago, we were, um, we were creating Facebook posts and Instagram posts. Now we've got Instagram stories, we've got Instagram reels, we've got Instagram TV, IGTV. Um, on Facebook, there's stories as well and um, various different placements. So not only do we have to consider what are the different messages and content pillars we're, we're communicating, but where are those content pieces going to be distributed through on each of those platforms? And so uh, we're finding that Instagram stories is a really responsive space within Instagram specifically to ask for engagement. So using um, the poll, a polling tool, I would say if you wanted to get a response from your customers and you're a consumer brand, even a B2B brand most likely would work, create a, create a, a nice little story post and um, insert a poll and ask for an engagement that way. And that would pretty much guarantee you more engagement than you get on most other posts that you share. Hey there, sorry to interrupt. I hope you're enjoying this episode. Now, you know we're all about supporting your journey towards transformation of existing audiences into connected, captivated, and consistently profitable advocates for your business. So I wanted to take a moment to introduce you to the Remarkably community. Each week, we curate and craft an email that brings together expert interviews, actionable tips, and shared ideas designed to help you find and facilitate your remarkable. We also make ourselves available to be part of the conversations community members are hungry to have around marketing, customer experience, and profitable community building. Jump onto remarkably.com.au forward slash join 
That's R-E-M-A-R-K-A-B-L-Y.com.au forward slash join and start showing up as a business or a brand that people feel compelled to talk about. Okay, let's get back to the interview. Back in the uh, early days of social media and with you know the launch of Facebook, I, I remember, and I was definitely guilty of this as far as posting on Facebook, no matter what it was, not really choosing platform. Where do you start to decide for a client as to what platforms are going to be the best platforms to actually use for their brand? Yeah, it's a it's a good question, and there's you know there's always a lot of negativity surrounding Facebook, based you know through what they've been through over the last um, couple of years, and, and rightly so due to some of the privacy challenges. But that's where the audience is, right? There's 2.6 billion people there worldwide. You know, I think three quarters of the Australian population is on Facebook. And so it's kind of a given, really, unless your audience is 12 to 17 years old, which, you know, those guys aren't really hanging out in Facebook right now. Facebook would generally be a piece of the puzzle for any social media strategy. Instagram, if your audience is over 12 years old, 13 years old maybe, is... Um, is a great place. Even the oldies are hanging out on Instagram these days. And uh, you can create great content through static images in posts to Instagram reels, which are fun video um, pieces of content to Instagram stories, um, which are more ad hoc on the go, um, you know, interesting pieces of, uh, of, of content, which sort of last for 24 hours and then, then fade away. You know, we've, we're now, um, We've now got TikTok, which is this year has exploded. Uh, you know, we're always getting asked, should we jump onto TikTok? And it's a, it's a good question. It's a, it can be a challenging platform for a brand to, to build an audience and to, to get engagement because the content that's, that's performing really well there is, is that entertaining, you know, great dancing, um, uh, Fun, fun videos, which can often be challenging for a brand to execute uh, internally inside their their team, with authenticity as well, right? Like with with every intention to do something really amazing, but not hit the mark. From a, it can be see through. It can feel commercial, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we have got one client um, who delivers health messages to, to their community and, and they've found a clever way to um, produce TikTok content that is that's resonating really well with their community and they've managed to um, grow faster and get more engagement on their TikTok than they did with their Instagram in the early days. So um, it's definitely a consideration, but it just it shouldn't be a place that we should just go to because that's the new platform that's getting all the hype right now. It needs to be quite considered. And I guess it comes down to budget as well. Uh, if you've got, you know, X amount of budget and that only allows you to be on Facebook and Instagram, then focus on being there and do it really well. Don't try and spread yourself too thin across five, ten different social platforms that you can't, uh, can't service, um, you know, to a high quality. Okay, where do we go to next, Glenn? As, uh, what's your third tip as far as in improving engagement? Yeah, one of the, the um, great pieces of content that we're finding 
working at the moment is um, is creating a um, a piece of savable content. So something like a recipe, um, a little how-to video, or even it could be like a meme with the instructions over the top. For example, for the, the camping brand, uh, it might be how to make a campfire or how to make the best um, uh, damper. Little tips like that, which will um, encourage people to screenshot their phone or share it with their friends. Um, they will guarantee you a, a really nice um, engagement from that effort. Is there something about looking good by sharing that too? Like if there's a, you've got a friend that, you know, is going camping that you actually, uh, you sort of pass on the reputation by having that little how to um, cook the great damper or to make the, the, the campfire? Yeah, look, I, 100%. I think, um, I think if you're, uh, you're regularly camping with a group of mates and um, you see a, you know, a great recipe or a, or a how-to on, um, on building a campfire, for example, um, tagging your mates in on that post, sharing it uh, with them in your WhatsApp group or into a Facebook group. I think so. I think it's a great way of connecting and staying and, and um, making sure the brand is, is staying quite relevant to its, its audience and providing some value, not just um, posting product shots so you can buy their tents or um, camp chairs yeah i I, i'm I'm reading on your website and everything you're talking about is backing this up which is this idea of almost facilitating that connection between people rather than necessarily uh, prompting them they need to share or saying please share this post or anything like that it's facilitating connection between people right yeah that's right it's creating relevant interesting content that you naturally want to engage with uh, rather than forcing it down someone's throat. And I don't know about you, but whenever I see those, please share our post or tag your friends, I'm probably less likely to do those actions um, when I see them on social. Okay, so let's summarise, mate. If we could go back um, and the three tips for uh, improving the engagement on your next post, what are they? Cool, yeah. Um, understanding your customer. So your customer persona, but also diving into Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn analytics and looking at who your audience is and who's following your page. Um, the next one was sharing an Instagram story using the poll tool and making it really simple for people to just respond to you. You know, the attention span these days is, is hideous and um, the, the easier you make it, the, the more engagement you'll get. Uh, and lastly was sharing content, which is, um, is savable. Or shareable and um, that'll allow your followers to to share it with their mates um, to take a screenshot so they remember the next time they go shopping this was uh, what they wanted to cook up uh, their next camping trip um, so yeah consider what your audience would would um, potentially save or share with their friends is um, is a really good strategy Okay, Glenn, so if people want to find you, connect with you, learn more about what you're up to, where should they go? Just jump on our website, insightsocialmedia.com.au or connect with me on LinkedIn under Glenn Fawcett. I'd love to um, hear from you. And if you've got any questions, um, happy to help. Amazing. So in summary, guys, what I'm hearing below the line here is you need to be very strategic about how you approach social. Um, Starting point is understanding your customer, really delving into their wants and needs and having a, a play with those pillars and 
uh, as to what content they really want to to have. You remember Tim Duggan talking about last week around having the persona um, of both the customer and you as the communicator talking to that customer and Glenn's backing that up today with how you approach your customer. But those three tips, I think are fantastic. And, you know, especially around Instagram stories and that poll, I hadn't heard that before. So guys, be thoughtful as to how you post on social and until next time, stay remarkable. Remarkable.